Well, here we go. Uh, there's a few things that are going to be different today. We'll see who else shows up. Um, there are things that have, over the last week, kind of fallen into place. <laughs> that um, moving forward, there's going to be a concerted effort for Starbucks Mystery School to actually uh, manifest uh, physically. Mm -hmm. We're going to hold some small groups moving forward in locations that I found that are energetic because the whole idea of getting together is to have experiences in these environments. Um, Sedona and Shasta are definitely on the list but I will have more details about that probably the first part of next week. There will be other people that are going to be involved in it. There'll be week-long ones, but there will also be some um, Saturday seminars that we're going to do in those areas that we can you know, host a larger crowd than those small, intimate, get out in nature and connect with you know, energetic entities. Um, that's what we're going to plan to do then we're going to continue to do these podcasts in the same format where um, we encourage people to come here and interact just like we're going to do with Austin today. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, especially David Wallace and I, Paula Davis uh, are going to actually come out with some modules of things that we had to digest. So, getting to this foundation of what we understand about metaphysicality, we're going to try and break it down in ways that is more comprehensible. We cover and talk, kind of touch on these during these podcasts, but now we can see where we actually make these into training modules. So um, actually Paula is going to execute the first one next week. And that one will be about evidentiary mediums. And she'll explain what that means and who they are and whether that resonates with you or not. Uh, that content's going to be a, about that. And then we're going to get into, you know, um, generalized topics like um, meditation. Because if you haven't got there yet, we're going to kind of waste our time moving forward with others. Um, we'll talk about the solar influence and cosmic you know, phenomenon that's going on so you can kind of understand the perspective that we see things from we're going to break it down into bite-sized pieces so um i'm going to put all that aside you'll see some more come out in social media and there'll be an actual post on the website about all of this content and how it's going to come down but those courses are going to begin in the beginning of february i believe um so today, um, we have an opportunity to kind of open up the door for Austin. I saw Austin, uh, there was a remark that he had made in one of the groups that I belong to. And um, he had some questions that weren't getting answered. Open the door for Austin to come here in an environment where we all understand what's going on. So um, Austin... I want to just open the floor for you to tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got here, and then we can go from there. Good morning, Miss Paula. Good morning, and uh, I hope she's she's here. So I tell her I said hi. Um, <laughs> I uh, I just got here. I I started to learn about things. I've always questioned a lot, 
a lot of things I'd always read uh, scripturally didn't make sense. I knew there had to be more. And so I started to question it and I started to meet certain people. Um, Kathleen, Kathleen Lane, who's a friend of yours and several others had gotten me very interested in this. And I started to do a lot of meditating and I started to get some answers. Um, I felt like I wasn't from here. I felt like uh, I'd never heard of Lemuria. And all of a sudden, um, one day I was listening to a short on YouTube and literally listening to it. I started to cry. And then the woman doing it started to cry. And, it, and then I started to laugh and she started to laugh. And it was as if I understood everything she was saying. I just didn't understand how I understood it, but I understood it. And I realized that's what got me started. Um, now, because of things going on, like I told you with my hips and things like that and certain other things, um, I feel like I'm asking questions, but I'm not getting answers. And I don't like, you know, I'm not sure what my purpose is. A lot of people seem to understand what theirs is. Um, a lot of people understand what their gifts are. I'm not understanding what mine are. And so I, I started to think, well, maybe, maybe I'm not a part of this. Maybe I just want to be. And, you know, I always phrase it this way. When I played football, there were kids who wanted to be on the team and they were on the outside watching us and they wished they could be in with us. And I thought, am I one of those kids in this now? Am I wanting to be a part of this so much that I'm trying to force my way in and maybe I'm not? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's, that's kind of where I am now. My initial reaction is that, no, you're not an observer. You wouldn't have you, – you described a moment ago with a moment between you and someone else. And you could tell that your frequencies were in in harmony, weren't they? Mm -hmm. Because Absolutely. your reactions matched hers and no one uttered a word. So there's your first bit of evidence that you're connected to something much, much greater than yourself. Mm -hmm. So let me welcome you to the tribe. You are not an outsider <laughs> looking in. Thank you. I will <laughs> say this, that um, based on the remarks that I happen to see on um, social media about your, what you were just talking about mm -hmm. uh, on, I just don't feel it. I just, I just, I'm not there yet that it appears as though there, and I'm just making an observation mm -hmm. that you're still looking outside of yourself for something to answer those questions. So we're here to tell you as parts of the tribe, uh, we did that for a long time too. And then there just comes a day when the tribe was around me, especially it happens that way for me, where something just clicked and I could move forward with what I knew now. Wasn't I was guessing that anymore. And that information didn't come from outside of myself. It was like I unlocked something in my Akash that finally I understood once again. Mm -hmm. that, this isn't new. I just unraveled something that I knew all along. So you were telling me a little bit more that this is uh, two, about two years that you've been through this cycle. Right. You want to elaborate years. on that a little bit more? Um, yeah, I, I, I ran actually some pages on Facebook that were motivation. One was a motivational page. Another one was for bringing romance back into relationships, things like that. <laughs> Excuse me. 
And some of the people that were there started posting comments that were more, I hate to say the word metaphysical, but more uh, spiritual than just, hey, when you've hit rock bottom, you have nowhere to go but up. You know, I used to post things like that. Um, they were posting things that were more spiritual. And it started to interest me, and I started to do some studying on it. Um, like I said, I started to talk to some people about it. They pointed me some directions to some YouTube videos to watch, uh, different things to read, you know, Google and read. Um, and that's what really got me interested in it because I started to feel more connected to that and feel more a part of something different. Um, and I would meditate. Um, there is one. Um, there is a lady who does meditations. And uh, I did one of hers. And in it, you turn and look at yourself. And that part of you sees a good part of yourself. And you keep turning and turning and turning. And then all of a sudden, I turned and I saw the creator. And this booming voice said, I am you. And it was a very emotional moment. I started to cry. Um, and then later on, she talked about how the first time she had done it. And I saw the universe. I saw the entire universe. Um, and she talked about the first time. Later on that she talked about it, the first time she did it, that's exactly what had happened to her. And I thought, I get it. I get it. I am part of – I'm not separate from the creator. I am part of the creator. and He's part of me. And that really got me started on this journey. Wow, you just zoom through a whole bunch of lessons all at once. Because in that statement, first of all, you understood how to become an observer of yourself first. Because mm -hmm. until you do that, you have no sense of what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. And then when you did, and when you were told to turn around and look at yourself, and you're looking at the creator, bing, there is the bottom line. Now you just have to immerse yourself in that thinking because that wasn't just a blip you were supposed to see. Here's a mark on your timeline because from that point on, you're never going to forget that. Mm. And all you want to do is let that little seed blossom and blossom and blossom because, again, we're not learning anything new. Now you're about to unpack all that Akashic knowledge from all those past lives you had, Austin, that are going to answer those questions you got. Mm -hmm. And and the thing is, I want to keep adding to my tribe people that can nudge me a little bit in, in certain directions. Not that I don't know what direction to go, but sometimes I'm not sure because I'm so new at this, you know, two years is not very long, especially when I've talked to some people who've been doing it 20, 30, 40 years. Uh, I, I'm still, you know, I'm the, I'm a baby. I'm still learning to crawl, you know, dude, and, as, as mature as it sounds as though my journey is, I'm still a baby. There are things that I learn new about what's going on with me because when you start to unlock this level of awareness in those dimensions, Wow, you, you almost don't dare go down a rabbit hole because where it's going to take you is just magic and it just takes some time to unpack. Mm -hmm. There's plenty for me to unpack here right now. <laughs> um, so I'll tend to focus on this now so I have a better comprehension of it. So 
when I have the opportunity to help others kind of unpack it for themselves too, I can just give you my frame of reference. We were never meant to go on the same journeys, but what's going on, there's a lot of similarities. And we're just looking for, I love the word touchstone. When it first happened with me, I'm looking for a touchstone. Who else can help me understand mm -hmm. what I'm going through? Exactly. That's something um, here. I do not have a lot of, I, I don't have very many people at all that I can talk to. And, and that's a big part. I mean, it's fun to connect on Facebook, but you really don't get a chance to talk to the people. Something like, like this, this podcast and everything. It's a great way for me to, you know, get to know you, hopefully get to know some other people. Uh, maybe we can, you know, you know, you or whoever, and I can talk on the phone from time to time just to get that little bit of support. So you don't feel like you're all alone at times. That's, I think that's the biggest thing is, um, being here in Texas, I feel very alone at times. You want to take that, Paula? <laughs> well, Austin, I'm in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> what part? I live in Austin, not oh, okay. far from Bowie High School. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say your last name Bowie or Bowie? Bowie. It is Bowie, just like yeah. Bowie. Okay. Yes. Because in Texas, we don't say Bowie. We say Bowie. <laughs> yes. Jim Bowie familiar. and all that. Well, okay. So, yeah. So, I'm I'm in Texas as well. So, we're available. And, you know, I think that's really, um, you know, one of the things uh, that I do as a, a medium and a healer is I do like to hear from my clients what's needed sometimes. Sometimes mm -hmm. you need to hear directly from them as opposed to the spirit sometimes. And so this deeper connection, I think, is wanted, especially right now, because people there's a lot of people waking up. And in truth, you know, I've been on this journey since 2012 for myself. And, and I was like you, I was not, I didn't know anything about this before 2012, mm -hmm. nothing. I'd never even heard the term metaphysical, you know. Right. And so after I had my experience, I mean, I was just lost. I didn't know where to turn. Luckily, there was some YouTube videos on, you know, but I live in a very conservative part of um, the <laughs> suburbs of Austin. So that really, I had nobody. And um, so, but what I've been finding in my journey, maybe you're finding this as well, is that I will have a big surge of an experience. Like you said, you turned and you saw that you were the creator, right? You turned, you saw the creator. There's that surge experience and you feel like, my gosh, you know, this is going to carry me to the next and the next and the next. And you kind of expect that it's going to be on a regular schedule of incremental gains. And my experience has been, I have a surge and then I, and then it's almost like if you're going up a mountain, you hit base camp and unfortunately, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sit at base camp too long. <laughs> and I'm like, when am I going to get to get, go on the, when am I going to find my Sherpa or my guide to go to the next base mm -hmm. camp? Because I've been here too long. And um, so I totally understand what you're saying, that, that sometimes you're sitting at that next, that next level base camp too long. It gets old. You feel like you want more. You want more of that experience. <laughs> And what's happened to me is that it'll happen 
that next level jump will happen on a random Tuesday afternoon. And I never would have expected it. And there it is. Um, sometimes the, the hours before that I cry and I bitch and moan <laughs> <laughs> to anybody that will listen to me, Lowell. <laughs> <laughs> and then it ooh, doesn't happen that moan. often. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're not the only one. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> unfortunately, others have had to hear me too. But you know what? It is. It's just part of the process. And you feel I. I have felt. I can only speak for myself. Very vulnerable and confused. Why would you take me here and then leave me here? And now I feel like you know mm -hmm. I need to go back to my 3D world or something. <laughs> exactly. So I totally understand, and you're right. Like Lowell hosting this space the way he does consistently. Gosh, it's been like more than a year that I've been with that. You probably were a year yeah. before that. I don't know when it started, but. August of last year. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's such a support system. And I know that I think Lowell opened up that he's going to um, have opportunities for more support too, which I think is to your point. Thank you for bringing that forward. It's, it is needed. So appreciate mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And welcome, Texan. <laughs> Thank you. It's nice to meet somebody else here in Texas. Oh, uh, there's more of us, I promise. Good. I, I hope I hope we can talk more uh, as time goes on, you know, because that that helps. It helps to have someone to talk to. Um, it helps to have someone to, uh, like you said, to be a little bit of a guide and say, have you thought about or have you tried this or you might want to look at this, you know, not giving you the answer, but grabbing you by the shoulders and saying, this is direction you need to go. See what, what happens. See what happens. Yeah. Because everybody's journey is individual and you don't mm -hmm. want somebody to master your journey. You right. want to have the opportunity to have it yourself, but somebody there's, you know, supporting you and holding your hand as you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sometimes I don't know um, what the next step is. You know, not necessarily that they're going to tell me, here's what you have to do. But, you know, once they know what, once someone knows what level I've gotten to, they can say, okay, have you thought about looking into this or trying this? And then I'd be like, thank you. Because I, I will admit, uh, I may have, you know, two college degrees, but sometimes I'm not the brightest bulb in the box. And sometimes I need somebody to give me a kick in the butt and say, just go that way and see what happens, you know? Totally understand. Absolutely. And, and so, uh, because I, I love what I have felt through all of this. I love the emotions I have felt. Um, I, uh, you know, things have gotten, things in my life have changed. You know, I told uh, Lowell a bit about my past uh, and things changed dramatically about the time my hips went south. Um, uh, and like if you can hear some of the noise here, I don't know if you can hear it or not. Uh, There's a little bit of background. Yeah, there is. Uh, it's because of where I'm living right now. It's and no, so no it's, problem. It's not. Uh, we can still hear you. Yeah. Uh, but again, uh, there's a lot of very negative energy here. Uh, the house I was living at before this, there was a lot of negative energy. And that's very... Uh, it creates attachments. 
And I, I have to fight through that at times. I've actually done some past life regression meditation. Um, I realized I had been a uh, member of the Lakota Sioux. And this, you'll find this very interesting. Um, when I was playing football in Texas, um, one of the walk-ons was a member of the Lakota Sioux. And I went with him up to the Dakotas to spend about a month with his family up there. And uh, when I walked in, his mother, who's a holy woman, hugged me and said, you're one of us. And I thought she was just being very polite, welcoming into the house and saying, you, you know, welcome to our house. You're one of our family. It wasn't until I did that meditation about a year and a half ago that I realized that's not what she was saying. She knew what I didn't know. Your awareness had to widen, my friend. I mean, you, your gear kicked in, but there is a lot of assimilation that's about to take place. And until that does, uh, all you can do is be open and I I wish I could master divine timing. I don't get to do that. None of us get to do that. All we get to do is complain that it's not in our timeline because, you know, in the critters in the short amount of time that we're really here in the scheme of things, we want it to happen right now. Well, right. Yeah. In the next dimension, I think we get a little more immediacy to our manifestations, but there's still a process associated with bringing things first into your awareness first. Mm-hmm. And then once it's there, oh, bringing in your physicality is no brainer after that, mm-hmm. especially now. Look at all the things that are happening to you, Austin, and how fast all this is coming to you now. It's no coincidence that you found your way here to a place where you can have these conversations. Well, mm-hmm. now you know where you can come regularly and we can have these discussions because there are people that have had similar circumstances, not for you to model yours after but to find the parallels along the way that kind of open the next, you know, here's the key to the next place I'm supposed to unlock. Mm -hmm. And that came because I found out that Paula was also in energetically (laughs) in the same geographic area. And there's just some sense of peace that comes with that, that, Mm -hmm. you know, the tribe isn't as far away geographically as I thought that they were. And the only way to do that is when these circles come together like this. And then we figure out what piece we've got. We are all sovereign beings. And we're here to allow you to master whatever it is you're here to master, because it's not what I'm here to do. In between, I know that whatever it is that Austin has for the rest of us to share um, is wonderful and not like anybody else. So our obligation, if you want to see it that way, is just to help you get there. Not by right. any advice, but whatever you need along the way, we're here to get whatever's in your way out of the way, to dissolve or cut whatever things we can help you cut so that you come to your truth and we figure out who the hell you really are and what gifts you bring to the rest of us. That's our job, not to mm-hmm. get in the way. And uh, something that came to me this morning because I was meditating, I was uh, working on some classes uh, that I'm hoping will help me. Uh, I realized I think what I've got to overcome is I have things I have to work on myself. Absolutely. Uh, I have some negative feelings towards some of the people. 
And that's, I think, what that's why I'm here to work on that. That's a really good way to look at it, because from my perspective, that's exactly what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a couple of things to just kind of dwell over. You know, what we see in others is a reflection of ourselves, mm-hmm. correct? Think about that every time somebody rubs you the wrong way. And then that whole observer of yourself kicks in and see, you know, why is it that in that instance, I feel that way? Because it really wasn't the other person when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Something between you that generate out of yourself made you have that sensation. And mm-hmm. that's where, you, you know, regardless of what everybody else is doing, your journey is yours. And we're here to support that. Um, you're, it's hard. It's hard. Because you're talking about a, a low vibration environments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you live in that environment, you can kind of lift yourself out of it. But there's something about the density of where you are that you can't change because it's around you. All you can do is just change your environment. So right. that's a process. Unless you change the beings that are there, that's option one, or change your location. There's your two options. But now you know in order for you to kind of elevate your place to places you've been before mm-hmm. and reasons, you know, I, I know here's the difference between when I feel like that, when I feel like this, you get the difference, your little barometer kicks in. I know the difference between a high vibration environment and a low. So now it's up to you to take action and you know, do whatever's next i can see paula has a thought so i'm gonna yield the floor oh no i i wanted to um dovetail what you said absolutely you are where you are it's it is a reflection it is an opportunity to um so from a spirit number one i think a lot of people say well if i can just get away from here everything will be great but uh i know that there was a teacher that once said you know, if somebody were to leave where they were, wherever it is, and they run away to an ashram, maybe in the middle of India, nowhere, they're going to find the exact same circumstances in that ashram because you take yourself wherever you go, right? <laughs> you take yourself wherever you go. Um, but, but here would be the invitation. And this is, um, this is an act of self-love as much as it is a love for the brothers and sisters that you might be living with, you would, the invitation would be, and it's a discipline, right? It's like going to the gym. It's studying. If you're going to school, it's a discipline, something you might not want to do, but you have to, uh, to get a different result, to get a particular result. And um, so it would be in every situation, or could you make a list of the people that you're living with? Make a list of all the best attributes when you caught them being good, when you caught them being good in the past or present or future and focus on what's working. And then the idea is, and and this has worked for me, but it is a discipline. um, There is an opportunity for them to start acting in that way more and more. The more that you see the positive, because it's got to be some. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
even if it's a small thing, uh, that they'll start responding in that way. And at some point, at some either that or at some point, you're no longer a vibrational match to it and you'll be spit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it is an act of self-love. So one of two things will happen. Either they'll start responding to you differently or, and then you'll see a different side because everybody has their own side, right? Like the, how I was presenting myself a couple weeks ago was not a pleasant side of me. It was not good. And I recognize that, but I felt I had to express it for a little while to move out of it, right? But I knew anything negative that would come to me, I I earned it. I earned it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was willing to take the hit, <laughs> you know, but um but yeah, either either the world starts responding to you differently or you're no longer a vibrational match and you can't help but be spit out of it. So when it right. yeah. No, I agree completely on that. And that's, you know, even today, after I thought that this morning, after I, I kind of got that message in my meditation this morning. Um, and, and one of the other parts of the message, just to say this real quick, is um, basically I was being told you can't take the next step of what you're looking for until you deal with this, until you deal with what's going on right now. Um, so a couple times today, you know, I saw people and I started to have a negative feeling. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? No, no, no. Step back. Don't because that's what you need to stop doing. You need to stop being judgmental. Uh, you need to stop, you know, just because they're not like you, just because they don't act like you, doesn't make them bad people. It just means they're different than what you're accustomed to and learn to accept that. So, the whole yeah, that, idea that we're connected to everybody else is the biggest pill you have to learn to swallow. Mm-hmm. Because when you finally do their color, their size, their gender none of that matters because you're looking at people at a soul level now and in the next iteration of where we're going we already know that we only look at things with love and light and unity Mm -hmm. and compassion they're all of those labels that we used here in the third density they're gone so there's no hot to the cold there's no black to the white we still see in this world, this physical world, all these dualities, but we have risen above it. And mm-hmm. we only see these characteristics as features of the world that we're in. And it doesn't define anything, but another way of looking at it from a different dispe- um, um, dimension of love. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's hard to bring that into this density especially when you're in the environment you just described where you feel that negative density around you right now. Mm -hmm. And the only way to, I guess, counteract that to me, when you were describing it, it's, it's karmic in my mind. It's something you need to dissolve or some, a cord you need Mm -hmm. to cut and just put that behind you, uh, send it love and light on its way. uh, And sooner or later, there's nothing left to cut. And all you're focusing on is, you know, where you have just come to terms with everything. And when you see it all, it's all peaceful and serene. And you have nothing. Your reaction, your reflex is to send that love and light. Mm -hmm. Because when you do, what I put out is what the universe sends back in abundance. 
And when you finally achieve that state of mind, and that is a cycle that now repeats, wow, it starts to like snowball. And what you really get back will start to blow you away. Do you think mm -hmm. you're having trouble assimilating things now? <laughs> Wait till that kind of abundance shows up. And it just takes a while for you to really appreciate what I asked for just freaking arrived. And as promised, they gave me more than what I asked for. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I, actually, I, I totally believe I'm here because this is something within myself that I have to deal with first. And once I do, I know that's going to throw open the double doors of things that I'd never expected to see, you know, and it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to change a lot. It's going to change a lot of how I see things. Uh, it's going to change a lot of my attitude towards people, uh, towards differences. You know, I, 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 I've lived most of my life and I didn't realize it until probably the last eight or nine years. I lived a very vanilla life, you know, uh, and, and now I'm seeing a lot of different diversity and I think it's, I'm, I'm being put in a position where I, I have to deal with it. And I, when I say have to, that's not a negative. It's a part of my growth. If that makes sense. Absolutely. You know, and uh, it, it's the growth that I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to learning because, um, like I said, something in the meditation this morning, one of the responses I was getting was, once you deal with this, what you're going to see will just be one of the most amazing things you've ever experienced. You know, what, what's out there for you from then on is going to be very powerful, you know. I can speak directly to that. You know, uh, I have seen extraordinary things that uh, are around us now, but I have seen them in environments where the vibration's already high. I wasn't going to see Telos in the middle of Mount Shasta and the Lemurians. They don't exist in that frequency. Mm -hmm. So I had to achieve that level of, you know, kind of rising above the norm here so that I could experience things at that next level. Uh, the same was true when light being showed up. There were people around me then, but I have a greater appreciation for the level that those people were vibrating when those things showed up. Do you see mm -hmm. what I mean? Everything that you were meant to experience along the way, as extraordinary as it is, was limited, if you want to see it that way, by the vibration level I was at at the time. Mm -hmm. And can you see when that cap kind of opens up? Wow, what you thought, I thought Telos was the story I was going to tell for the rest of my days. Had had no idea that I was going to move on to other extraordinary multidimensional things so that sooner or later the time would come when I would express that to the rest of you, mm -hmm. saying that, yes, I was capable of that, but so are you. Yeah. Um, and I do think being here uh, is part of why I'm feeling very alone because this is something you know other people can 
give me a hug or, you know, like a mental hug, an emotional hug, whatever, uh, and say, you're okay. But it's something I've got to deal with. And that's why I think uh, in my meditations, I have not been meeting with the people I usually meet with. Uh, a lot of times I have met with not my mother and father from this life, but my true mother and father, uh, or, or whatever, however their relationships are in, in that. Um, but I haven't seen them for months. I, I've tried to meditate and I can't go there right now. I don't know why, but I think it's, be, but well, when I say I don't know why, I didn't know why. I think now I know why it's, I have to deal with this. This is something, this is a journey kind of much like uh, Native Americans have to go on their spirit journey. This is sort of my spirit journey. Uh, I've got I've got to work this out. And then when I do everything, I think will be fine from there on. Again, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're just unwrapping who you are. Really, that's what's going on here. When you made reference to, to Lakota, then all of a sudden you had an instance where somebody recognized you from the outside. That's mm -hmm. when it finally sunk in, I would imagine. So those inklings that you had about it before, there's your first validation. It won't be your last. Yeah, you know, and uh, and that that's a, that's another you hit on something very important. Be I'm finding out I am just now finding out who I truly am. Um, because all my life I've had to be the son, the football player, the husband, the father. I've never, you know, I, I used to joke with people. I said, you know what? I really don't know who who, who I am. You know, and uh, now that's it. Again, that's part of the universe is saying, we're gonna, you're going to find out who you really are. That's a, such a 3D thing. You know, there was a time when I was married when, um, yeah, as I grew up, I'm a Capricorn. So I would find myself in leadership positions. And uh, I, it was just kind of a natural thing for me. I, I didn't push myself out there. It was just who I was. So I, I got a certain amount of respect and I enjoyed that. Well, when I married Babby, I became Babby's husband in the places <laughs> that I went. So it was just something that I kind of got, I recognized and got used to. And then it made me laugh. That mm -hmm. God, the fact that I had a connection to this wonderful, you know, angel on earth, I didn't really understand it fully for who she was in the time that she was here. But looking back, I know exactly what she was doing. She was one of the guardian angels that were placed here along my path to kind of help mm -hmm. me along it, during my physical journey here. I definitely see that. And I wasn't the only one who benefited. Oh, most of her friends saw her that way. And that's why the references to, you know, our family always came in as a recognition with Babby that that was just, it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, there you got to see somebody who dispensed unconditional love to everybody in her aura. Now, uh, there's one other thing I want to point out for you, and it's great you're connecting to this Lakota part of yourself. I would encourage you to continue down that rabbit hole and see where it takes you. My reminder is, dude, that was just one of your incarnations. You've got a lot of other things to unpack when mm -hmm. to get to the bottom of who you are. Yes. 
Uh, because I did have enjoy one the ride. Past- oh, I, I am I am enjoying it. I did do one other past life regression, and I ended up uh, realizing I had been back in Scotland, back in the feudal when they had the feudal system, and you know how that was set up where basically the the lord took eighty percent and only gave the people twenty of what they raised. For whatever reason, I did the opposite. I let them keep 80 and only asked for 20 because there were so many people there. And uh, I had three sons and I was poisoned because the other lords in the other castles did not like what the, the, the uh, precedent I was setting. And what ended up happening is they sent their sons and it's supposed to be a meeting with me and they ended up poisoning me. My sons ended up killing their sons and taking killing them and taking over their lands but they kept on the system i had brought about you know uh these are a lot of things that i don't know why that was so important other than it was the idea of being justice uh because i'm i that i've always been a person who's i don't like injustice i don't like when see that's another thing i need to deal with because that's something sometimes that bothers me here. I see people cheating other people poorly and it bothers me. And I need to learn to somewhat let that go. Yeah. Because I'm not, I don't get to make I, um, decisions. I so resonate with you. My guardian angel is Namamia. And Namamia is the archangel of discernment and justice. <laughs> so injustice I have real trouble with that when I recognize it and I want to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's what makes me sometimes be judgmental. And I'm trying to step back from that and saying, look, uh, that's not my decision to make. I can try to help, but I can't judge the per- either person. You know, the person who's committing the injustice or the person who's being mistreated. Just See, the fact that you recognize it, Austin, you're already moving past it and looking for sol- your solution-oriented. I love you authentic people <laughs> like that that aren't, you know, just I'm, I'm dwelling in all this lousy stuff that's happened. And that's all I focus my attention on. You see it for what it is, and now you're finding your way to rise above it. Now, Mm -hmm. just like you say, you have to deal with it. You got to come to terms with why that was in your aura, the way that it was in order for you to lift yourself above it. And man, it sounds like you've got a handle on the process. I'm working on it. I won't say I necessarily have a really good handle on it, but uh, and it it is a process um, because it's something I, you know, I, I might get it right one time and get it wrong three times. And then maybe I get it right a couple of times. So it's a, it's an ongoing process. It's something I have to physically think about when I start to react and go, whoa, whoa, rein that horse back in. We're not going to let you react. We're going to step back a moment and then go from there. You know, because that's because some I am, discipline. It, 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 well, it is, and it's not an easy one to master. <laughs> it, it it takes a lot of work. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting um, what you had said. Also, I've been committed to justice as well. And I found out, you know, just throughout the years and found out that um, discovered my guardian 
angel is Khalil, which is the angel of justice. Ah. Where I, you know, I feel like, you know, when you, when you're part of a tribe, there's this, this commonality is this string that connects us all together. And obviously we want the best for others. I mean, everybody does, everybody wants the best, you know, the trueness, the true part of their heart, they want the best for everyone. Mm-hmm. But in truth, not everybody takes the actions or makes the life path for that, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the ones that do, you know, we kind of are connected by a tribe. And also, you had said sometimes you'd like um, maybe an idea to help move you along or help mm-hmm. maybe comfort in a difficult time. One thing that I have been doing recently, because I was going through a very tough time just a couple of weeks ago. And out of self-preservation, I did have an idea to make a concerted effort, do whatever I needed to do, to take time to literally laugh every day. And I would journal it, journal my experience. And what I found out, um, since I've started this, it's just been a little over a week. It has literally made a big difference in my life experience, just committing myself to laughing. Um, I had to try for the first few days, but then after a few first few days, things would come to me to give me an opportunity to, to laugh at. I didn't have to find it as hard. And also opportunities have been opening for me as well. Mm-hmm. So, but it's been a conscious effort, just like going to the gym and making sure I did all my push-ups. You know, exactly. And, and it's made a big difference for me. So, you know, as you're going through this, you know, my invitation is, and it's the simplest thing in the world. But let's face it, probably the, the biggest solutions are offered in the most simple opportunities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we make it very difficult sometimes, right? Oh, absolutely. It's a suggestion, it yeah. If you're going and, to Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, I was just saying, I love to laugh. See, that's really important to me. Um, I always take the time to do it. And lately, I've actually been, two things I will do. One is I will listen to music from the 60s and 70s. That puts me in a good mood. That always does. Um, And then the other is to laugh. I watch, uh, you're going to laugh at this one. Um, some of the out, not the outtakes, but the old clips from the Carol Burnett show with Tim Conway, where they actually started laughing and they they were laughing uncontrollably. That puts me in a great mood to listen to that, you know. And, and you can't help but laugh when you watch that. So yeah, laughing is a big part of it. Smiling, laughing, um, and. Because I notice too, the more I laugh and the more I smile, the more I see that around the people around me. Wow. Whoa, look at that. Look at what I just manifested around me. Yes. <laughs> and so that that's, you know, you, she's right. You're at Paul, you're absolutely right. Um, laughing is such a, a big part of life and happiness. You know, um, yeah, we're going to have bad days, but you can still, God, I hate cliches, but you can still make lemonade out of lemons, you know? Well, I'm never going to admit I'm going to have a bad day. They may come along, but I already vibrate. You, and I want to underscore this some more. 
you understand the differences between high vibration and low vibrations. And these mechanisms you're using along the way trigger your joy. What's been Dave, what's Dave been reminding us for a long time now? Find something that brings you joy, focus on that, and see how the rest of your day goes. Well, you two just described that scenario in real time. When you focused on that, all of a sudden the day was totally different and you were no longer vibrating in a low vibration environment, regardless of what might have been going around you that was not your sense, was it? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Once. once and you can feel it because when your vibration changes, when your mood changes, when you get to that higher vibration, it seems like the people that are in a low vibrational state will either raise their vibration or they walk away because they can't take being around it. It's, it's, it's I guess, the, the old cliche of throwing holy water on a vampire. They can't, they can't be around you. They got to walk away. It's a crazy metaphysical, like a magnetic pull. Either you're drawn to it or you're repelled and you just don't want it, or you can't be in that environment. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's really not a choice thing anymore. That's the way I see it. And if you think and remember that we're electromagnetic beings at our core anyway, man, that just makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It absolutely does. Um, you know that was that was such a big uh, that was a big revelation to me as I started to realize. You know, granted, in, in science classes, you learned everything is vibration and energy, but when I started to realize that not just things, but we are vibration and energy, and we're going to attract the same energy we're putting out, and if the energy and the vibration we're putting out isn't matched by someone, then it's the antithesis of that magnet. Your magnet pushes them away, you know, and versus, and then the people who are like you and think like you and feel the emotions and vibration you feel, they want to be around you because they love that feeling as much as you do. It's almost like each of you, because these are always energy exchanges. It's like we feed off one another. Mm -hmm. And there's information that you have that's meant for me. And there's information that I've been holding that's meant for you. And during this exchange, it's like both of our Akashic records just blossomed. Mm -hmm. Like what you had that was meant for me. Oh, we never lose that. But look where our paths crossed and look at the uh, synchronicities that took place that wasn't coincidental and you gotta wonder in the scheme of your soul contracts and your incarnations how much of this did i design did i put <laughs> austin in my path down the road so that hey austin remember to come along when i get to be this age and you say this and you'll trigger me to my next level you know, you got to wonder how much of that goes on as well, because really, I believe that we get to choose the circumstances by which we are incarnating. The lessons I'm going to learn that I caused, I agreed to do in this third density on behalf of all of you. Here's the crappy things I will learn on your behalf. And you're, you know, uh, thank you for the ones that you're learning for me. That's kind of the way that I look at it. But it took me a while to see things from that perspective to be able to even talk about them, articulate them in this way. And the more that people begin to see them, 
Like, um, you know, I'm grateful that I understood under those circumstances, my son chose me. It wasn't the other way around. Yes, I was a physical manifestation in this density for him to get here, but his soul is as sovereign as mine. He made mm -hmm. his choices. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I do have days just on the lighter side of this when I think of some of the things that, and I know we've all gone through so much, but some of the things I've gone through, when I get back to my higher self, I'm going to slap him in the back of the head and go, what did you sign up for this for? <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we do. We, we agreed to all this before we came here. We knew, we don't remember, but we knew our, our DNA, our higher self knew you agreed to this before you came here. You knew everything that was going to happen. You knew how every day was going to go and you welcomed it. And that, that, that kind of gets me through some of the bad days. I think, you know, I knew this day was going to be like this. And I agreed to do it. So I knew I could get through it. You know, if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. Listen to you, all the profound things that are coming out of you. <laughs> I'm just receiving it and enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> you feel right now that you're connected to yourself as you're speaking to us and and you're like able to express this freely. Like, how are you feeling? How do you feel your vibration is right now as you're saying these things? Because it's very good and inspirational. I, it feels wonderful. Um, I, I feel much lighter. I feel uh, more inspired again. Uh, even hearing myself say it reminds me of what I know about myself and what I know about why I'm here. So uh, it, it's just, it's a wonderful feeling. Um, connecting with the two of you um, helps, you know, again, it helps to have that soul tribe and have the people you can talk to and share with. Um, and, and I probably need to journal more than I do so I can go back and like today and read blurbs or excerpts from our conversation and think on the days when you think things aren't going right or when you think it's too hard remember you know what's going on you know these feelings you are connected with your higher self you know when you think excuse me when you think when i think i'm not connected to my higher self or to my spirit guides or my archangels or my guardian angels well they're the ones that are you know, my higher self and all of them are helping me with what I'm saying now. You know, they are uh, helping guide what I say because they they want me to hear my own words. They, yeah, because let me underscore that because it's really important what you're saying there. You're talking about higher aspects channeling through you. And here's why I say that. A few years when this kind of kicked in with me, I would start to hear myself saying things so profound that I didn't understand where they came from. Because they certainly didn't come from the fabric that was <laughs> stuck in my brain. Uh, and yet there they were. I learned to journal because I found them so profound at the time that I wanted to go back and read them later. And that was the message I was getting. 
that mm-hmm. sometimes when these comes through, their message is meant for you while you're saying them. But while you're the vessel, you are not paying attention to the message. Right. When we did these first few podcasts, that was the lesson I learned. That I would go off on these things that, wow, just start to flow. I didn't know where they came from. And later on, somebody asked, well, did you listen to it? No, I don't listen to myself. Well, you should, because there's messages in there for you. (laughs) That was the point. Yes. And I'm not the only one. This is the way that we deliver it. I told you that story because I want to tell you this one. Paula and I were talking on the phone yesterday about some plans that we're moving forward with, with Mystery School. But aside from that, there was a point at which our conversation kept getting knocked off WhatsApp and it's encrypted, right? (laughs) So we kind of came to the conclusion, I had to jot this down, that thought was so profound it knocked us off 3D frequencies yesterday. Mm -hmm. Knocked Mm -hmm. us off third third dimensional frequencies, yeah. Absolutely. Truly. Truly, it was amazing. And it's true. Yeah, I've had that on the phone talking to friends. We'll be getting into something very, you know, much beyond the 3D, and also we we'll get disconnected mm-hmm. because the 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 waves uh, from phone to phone can't handle it, and so it disconnects, and we have to call each other back and go, "Hey, let's pick up where we left off." And there have been times where it's gotten to the point where it's been like disconnect. You can try disconnect, disconnect. <laughs> and it's like. Mm-hmm. Because it's just too, the vibration is too high. Yeah. So I understand exactly what you're saying about you two getting disconnected on the phone. Yeah. And, you know, I love this conversation because it started out, it felt like you were just like a little bit lost and needed needed a little bit, la, la, la. And we create this environment, the three of us together. And... All of a sudden, I can feel spirit has descended into you, and you're just speaking from spirit. And mm-hmm. in a short period of time, you're a master, and then you know <laughs> you're a master. And it's just the environment that is created, and suddenly, you know, there it is. I find that to be so beautiful. It is. It so is. much from you, and you've reminded me of so many things that I needed to remember. Oh. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it did. You know, it, talking to the two of you uh, has has definitely lightened my mood, has raised my vibration, and has opened me back up to things I haven't thought about in a while about about talking to my higher self and about uh, the messages I've gotten. And you know, like Lowell was saying, channeling uh, my higher self or my guardian angels or my archangels or the archangels channeling through me. For me to hear my own words, you know, sometimes the words that we say, yes, they help others, but you're saying them so that you hear yourself, so that you realize, wow, I, I think I'm starting to really understand this because what I'm saying is coming out of my mouth and I didn't know I knew that. That's next level connection to me. It's one thing for your intuition inside of you to kind of kick in. You get that feeling when you start to actually hear the words, that's a whole nother level of communication from your higher aspects coming through in this physicality. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's wonderful. And I, I, I hope I looking forward to in the future, being able to spend more time talking to both of you. You know, We're your tribe, it's up to you to show up now so I you will, know where we are. <laughs> I will be there. 
I will always be there. Good. Um, I'm looking I forward to. I sent you on a, a link to. Uh, there's a private Facebook group that we have that um, uh, has people that they get it. Here's another place where during the week we can kind of have these discussions um, that aren't necessarily recorded for the public, but mm -hmm. um, uh, you're welcome to join us there and um, you'll feel the same sense that everybody's on the journey and we're all here to support one another. That's it. Yeah. And, and I don't think there's more that we can ask than to have that support, that soul tribe, um, the people that walk your journey with you. They're walking their own path but they're walking the journey with you. Yeah. I'll tell you what I've learned to get out of it. I know I have some amazingly special gifts, but so do they. And they're not like mine. So when I need something special, I know friends of mine that are specialists, masters of those particular disciplines. And man, it's not like when I make reference to Paula and David and Yegemai and these people that have put me in extraordinary uh, circumstances, they didn't come to teach me how to do the things that they do. They, we have them. I don't need to learn what they know. I have my own particular set of gifts. And wow, when you watch the tribe blossom into its diversity and all the mastery that each one of these individuals have, man, these weren't a bunch of soldiers that were all marched out all together to do all the same thing. This is a crazy kind of ethereal <laughs> army of people who have spiritual gifts that you can't even articulate. You know what I mean? That's, And that's, that's actually enjoyable to see the different gifts that different people have you know because we're not all the same you know like you said yeah. many times we're not cookie cutter so each one has their own gifts and when you get to see even somebody else's gifts it's kind of it, it's a wonderful thing to see because you can you appreciate what they have you know and they appreciate the gifts you have and they appreciate watching them that I think that's one of the most wonderful things about this whole uh, the way things are changing uh, is we enjoy each other's success and each other's gifts and each other's abilities. You know, it's not about what I have. Uh, it's about what we all have, if that makes sense. There's no competition. We've yeah. removed labels because, again, we recognize that no one else has the gifts I have, and we're not here to replicate that. Mm -hmm. Boy, but do I have some special friends, and in their unconditional love way, what they have, they dispense to all of their friends. So mm -hmm. that's the kind of archive of gifts you have at your disposal, and they didn't necessarily need to be mine. Mm -hmm. And unlike football, we all win. Yes. That's, that's the most wonderful thing about this is when you see someone else discover their gift or being able to use their gift, you're happy for them. It's not like, oh, well, I wish I had that. It's like I have my own gifts, and I love what you have as your gift. And I love that you can help people with it. 
It's wonderful. You know, when I was young, I got this idea because I grew up loving and playing hockey every opportunity I had. Mm -hmm. But I understood that one person on the ice didn't make you very effective without the other teammates that you had. Right. I had an opportunity to play um, uh, with the likes of you know, Lou Catronio and, and Herb Brooks and people that coached at that level. Mm, and they mm-hmm. taught us the game of keep away. If you understood how to play hockey, like keep away, the other team can't score on you because they can't take the puck away from you. Right. Wow. When you understood how to re- interact with the other players on the rink, then, wow, look what this team could do that not one person could do alone. It was amazing. Right. And mm-hmm. you couldn't help but be successful. It was a blast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure it was. And, and, you know, that's when you can do that in life, you learn so much. Oh, yes. When yeah. you learn it ain't all about all me. the team. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure what else I can add to this. Uh, well, you, nothing. This is a perfect place to end. Uh, I just, you rose my vibration today. Well, and I just kind of got to sit back. So this has been wonderful. Uh, I'm glad you were here today, Austin. You were supposed to be. Thank you. I, I, I agree. I, I know I was supposed to be. Uh, I was so thrilled when I heard from you. When you responded to that post of mine, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate the invitation more than you know. And good, I will be around. You're going you're to have to beat me off with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> you have more to offer. So now that you understand that, uh, we'll be interested in see what you cracked open the next time we all get together. All right. I look forward to it. All right. Well, to you and to everybody else. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I'll have this up in a couple hours. So thanks again. See you next weekend. See you next week, and have a wonderful weekend. You too. Bye.